Hello, everyone. This is Christina Crowley, and welcome to the All Things Possible podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me today. And I want to talk about uh, soon after the stay-at-home order was given, I uh, I'd taken all the politics off of my social media. If you were somebody who talked about politics or you know, went into a huge rant, no matter what side you're on, I kind of took it off because in being at home, it became so acutely apparent and um, pointed to me that I didn't feel like I'd see how we could ever come together again and listen to one another. And it's not that I'm not political. I am. And this episode is not a political rant. That is what it is not. Uh But this week, there have been some changes in my way of thinking about that. I mean, after all, this is the All Things Possible podcast. Uh, So, but I'd like to see what if you can do is picture yourself on either side of what I'm going to describe to you. Think of two people talking and you know that they are, they disagree with one another, but it's a seemingly civil conversation. And as you watch them, you can see each of them preparing their comeback as the other one talks. And I've known that when I've been in conversation with people and you're talking, you can just kind of see it on their face. They're not really listening to you, but they're they're preparing their comeback for what they think you're saying. And we've all seen something like that. We've been a part of a conversation like that. And uh, for years, what I thought of that was that it was just describing those who cannot listen. And, and that is true. Uh, it is of people who cannot listen. And, um, and if you consciously or unconsciously in the back of your mind feel that we know what somebody is going to say and that we are always right and they're the ones who won't listen to us, well, we don't hear them and they will never hear us. And in this day and age, what it's also an expression of that not being able to listen to somebody is of cognitive dissonance or what my parents used to call digging your heels in. It is dismissive listening. And the big thing I want to talk about today is how do we break that pattern? How do we feel heard and yet let others feel that too? Even if you don't see eye to eye. Well, especially if you don't see eye to eye, especially if you don't agree with the other And that is by listening. And I mean, really listen to hear that other person. Not in a truly simplistic way, because it's not simple. But how do we learn to listen? By learning to give and receive genuine empathy in our conversations. I think that is a real big part of of learning to listen. Because empathy is from your heart. It is not the ego. The ego is a decider of right and wrong and uh, good and bad. And, and that's kind of what I think happens when we, we listen without empathy in those conversations where we don't feel heard. Empathy asks, will we be flexible? Empathy, with empathy, can we find a way to understand and share the feelings of another? And that is what we get when we use empathy in conversations. We can find a way to share in the feelings of another, even if we don't agree with them. 
And I'll admit, I have had a hard time with empathy um, in giving and receiving. And the why for that is a whole different podcast episode. (laughs) But this week, you know, it's really come to a head for me. Um, I've been listening to Danielle Laporte and her definition via her podcast and reading her work on expressing empathy. And that is, um, her definition is become, it's meaningful to me. I think it really, it, it, it really speaks to me. And that is empathy equals, I want to understand how you feel and why. And that is, that's really, I believe, truly powerful. That empathy equals, I want to understand how you feel and why. In practice, I may still not agree with you, but that kind of empathy that says, I want to understand how you feel and why, allows me to listen and for somebody else to be heard. And it allows us to see that um, somebody else may have a useful point with regards to the state of the world and how to make it better. Because when you're filtering out everything with your own, not my tribe, way of thinking, also known as cognitive dissonance, without empathy, you'd miss that. You would miss the useful point. And no one is always completely wrong. As Winston Churchill used to say, even a broken clock is right twice a day. And we cannot change what we don't acknowledge. And that is why... I am letting a few friends come back on my feed. They don't know I took them off. But um, those who I've taken off, other feeds are coming back on to my social media um, where I don't spend a ton of time, but I will begin reading some of them again. I will not poo-poo them. Doesn't mean I agree. Doesn't mean that I'm going to engage with them on a point that I disagree with them about. It just means that I'm aware of my own cognitive dissonance. And I'm willing to understand how they feel and why. Maybe not so much the why is I won't be having a conversation with them, but I'm willing to feel my own innate, not it's not even innate, my own learned uh, angst with that, my own feelings about that, my cognitive dissonance about that. Now, I broke up Danielle. I brought up Danielle Laporte. Um, She has been a big inspiration to me over this past week um, with her article and her podcast. There's also a wonderful article in the Atlantic on cognitive dissonance that a friend of mine posted on social media. And I think going to the Atlantic, it is worth taking a look at that. It's a very, it puts cognitive dissonance and how we feel why we feel and why we won't change and why we dig our heels in even more. It's a, it's an article that's very worthwhile of taking a look at. And I'm going to read you a quote from the article um, that they put in there because it gives a good example of somebody who you would expect that cognitive dissonance from. And they, well, I'll read the quote to you because I really like what it has to say. And, quote, consider what Senator Lamar Alexander, a prominent Republican from Tennessee, recently said about now wearing masks. 
what he says is, unfortunately, this simple life-saving practice has become a part of a political debate that says, if you're for Trump, you don't wear a mask. If you're against Trump, you do. The stakes are much too high for that, unquote. So Senator Alexander, um, I think that's a good example of his coming to grips with his own cognitive dissonance. Um, he doesn't necessarily think the way of his tribe, like he did a few months ago when this first came out and he was against um, wearing masks, and now he is. And he sees it as being about science and not a political debate that says you're one way or the other. And that is a real prime example of cognitive dissonance. Whether you want to wear a mask or you don't, it's worth finding out how you feel about that and how you feel about the person who stands on the other to explore your own uh, dissonance and to be able to break that down a bit so that you can uh, be a little more open and willing and empathetic to how somebody who doesn't believe the same as you does. I know I have deep trouble with that from time to time of how, and that is my biggest part of my own cognitive dissonance that I've seen. I don't always see how we'll ever come together again and listen to one another. So everyone, be the change. Be the change. We can, at times, not feel the same as somebody else. Think of what Danielle wrote. Empathy equals I want to understand how you feel and why. It's powerful. Doesn't mean you agree. Doesn't mean you engage. It just gives people empathy. It allows them to be listened to. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. This is Christina Crowley. Ta-ta.